Hello, and welcome to Spooky Pasta Bites, the perfect sample size of our podcast, Spooky Pasta Sauce. I'm your host, Cleo, true believer through and through. And I'm your host, Momo, the spooky curious one. Together, we'll uncover all kinds of spooks from mild to spicy. End of an arc, end of an era. How are you feeling about finishing up the Misaki Stairs? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I really liked it. So it just was so long, but I really enjoyed it. Having it be four chapters. Yeah. It's a long arc. It really was. I know. I feel Mm -hmm. like we've been reading this for like a month now. Yeah. (laughs) But I, I understand why they made it so long. And I, I don't know that I would have wanted them to cut it down shorter because I feel like they're just this one, especially this arc had just so many great panels in it, like full page panels and things like that with Mm -hmm. the stairs. I know that we both really enjoyed that one. And then like even this chapter that we're going to talk about tonight has some really beautiful panels of Nene. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I. Is that your favorite? Because honestly, my favorite is her on the ground with all the mokai. <laughs> so cute. I love it. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. It, it's her like sleeping beauty moment, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. She's getting to live her her real life fairy tale yeah. just like she wanted to. Yep. Before we get too far in, let's do a recap of the chapter. So if mm-hmm. you remember from last week, Nene got shoved down. They're at the top of the flight of the Misaki stairs. They don't see, is it the Shiro? Yoshiro? Up there. Yorishiro. Thank you. The Yorishiro is not up there. So they have to find it by going to the inmost part of the barrier. So Hanako's like, you know what? It's probably at the very bottom. It's not at the very top. So go ahead, Nene. So he shoves her off a cliff. And that's kind of where we end up. Pushes her all the way from the tippy top to the very bottom. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So Nene is... Waking up from this fall where it has just the most beautiful panel ever. I know. With all the little the moke are checking the on her, buns. making sure she's okay. There's the most adorable. Yeah. I love that they made a cameo because we haven't seen them in a minute. So mm-hmm. very cute. And she's all scaly mm-hmm. because this domain is the ocean between this life and the next life. Yes. So I just envision her when she's pushed off and falling down the edge, like, you know, kind of like a video game waterfall. (laughs) And she just falls down the whole thing. So she's like partially scaly because she has that H2O mermaid (laughs) curse thing going on. Yes. So (laughs) she ends up in this new area i guess i i guess she's still in the barrier but she's kind of like in a forest it seems like it's like i feel like it's a peaceful little yeah. garden area yeah like you know other countries have really fancy beautiful gardens <laughs> yeah <laughs> some big cities not do. just the, not just the japanese yeah yeah no i agree so she's in this peaceful I area miss that. why can't why can't that be like the rich person symbol is check out this fancy garden i have no right you know like the gardens of versailles and all of mm-hmm. that type of stuff like mm-hmm. show show me what kind of garden you have love it <laughs> oh man um so nene finds a journal next to her it says top secret no peeking yeah no peeking. don't even look nope no no strangers but i feel like that's that's what i would do I, yeah. would, I would be like, no, get away. Yeah. Don't even look at it. This is my secret space. Yeah. Cleo's eyes only. 
Right? Exactly. Yeah. No, because it's just the only child in me. I, could, I can't help myself. Yeah, I love it. Oh, my gosh. So not for sharing. <laughs> so Nanny doesn't listen to the top secret warning and she ends up opening in it. And it seems like she definitely peaks. Oh, yeah. She's definitely a peaker. And it's kind of like a journal. It is. It's like a top secret journal. And there's kind of these entries that seem to be written by like, I would say like an elementary school student mm-hmm. with like comments, right? From like their teacher. Little teacher comments. Yeah. Like even some little like good job stamps and stuff. It looks like. Love it. Very cute. Very positive. So Nene's looking through. Gold and, star. <laughs> yes. Gold star. Nene's looking through and she sees... A photograph and it says today i took a photograph with misaki and the other kids so we look at this picture and the woman from upstairs we thought was misaki is not in this photo no she's not in it at all yeah and nene has the realization that is misaki the teacher mm-hmm. could be so she keeps going because she's she's nosy i mean i'd be nosy too looking through someone's top secret journal Absolutely. Like, why not? It's just got a lot of like, it's like a lot of like kid entries, just about like school life, talking about Misaki until one day they write, Misaki didn't come today. I had nothing else to do. So I made dolls while I watched people come and go all day. Okay, but wait, there is some character development for Nene here too. Mm -hmm. Because she's reading and she's like, oh, she has a crush on her teacher. I know exactly how this feels. Yeah. But then she realizes she's getting sidetracked and sucked into the drama. <laughs> and she's like, wait, wait, wait. I was here to do something. Very classic. Classic Nene. Oh, my gosh. I know. I love that. I kind of love that about Care her. For the but love she, story. Is, she is growing up a little bit. So she's learning. She gets back to the storyline here and... It keeps having the same entry that says still no Misaki today until there's an entry that says today I heard a rumor. A teacher fell and died. There was an accident on these stairs the other day. So sad. Super sad. And just what a terrible way to die. Mm -hmm. I would not want to be pushed or fallen down the stairs. No, thank you. No, no, thank you. There's so many true crime cases where... They fell down the stairs, you oh know. Oh my god, really? I, I believe that. Maybe. I believe that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a it's like a subgenre of its own. <laughs> subgenre is that common? Wow. Yeah. No, I, I can't I could give you at least like three different cases. Wow, off the top of your head. That's crazy. Uh-huh. The stairs, beware of stairs. They are right? actually tricky. Oh my gosh. But I kind of love that because I was chatting with my husband the other day mm-hmm. about old timey fairy tales and, <laughs> you know, because we've yeah. been talking a lot about how like they used to be scarier back yeah. then and everything. But when you think about it, all of these are just, it's trying to teach your children a lesson. Like, mm-hmm. don't talk to strangers. Don't <laughs> wander off into the woods. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't mess true. around on the stairs. Yeah. It's just trying to keep kids away from the dangerous things. Mm-hmm. Just in a child-friendly package that yeah. they'll be enthusiastic about listening to. Trying to keep it light, but also a little dark at the same time. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta get that message through. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Mm-hmm. This world is dangerous. Yeah, definitely getting that. The journal. I think this might be the last one that she reads. It says Misaki may never come back. Oh, so sad. Because she definitely yeah. doesn't understand. Yeah, um, what's really happened. The, 
Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, that's just such a weird topic for me is like children not understanding the concept of death and mm-hmm. then you have to comfort them but yeah. also explain to them that like mm-hmm. this uh, this is what's going on and they won't ever come back sorry yes. i've been watching the yeah. sopranos because i've been so sick and i just i was watching season four and one of the mob guy's wife dies and his kids start messing around with a ouija board because tony's son aj God. like was pulling pranks on them with a Ouija board but then they're like the little kid the little boy and the daughter are trying to like talk to their mom with the Ouija board wow yep I wouldn't want to explain that to someone yeah I don't even know how death works completely I can't (laughs) yeah it's definitely a a tough a tough topic and a tough thing to understand and the writer of this journal it kind of seems like the only person they have is Misaki. So without Misaki there to really explain it, I feel like it's kind of hard for them to understand, which makes sense because I think this is the actual last journal entry that Nene reads. It says, the only thing to do about it is to make Misaki. Yeah, so she is not dealing with her grief in a healthy manner and <laughs> overcorrects and says, I'm just going to make a new one. Yeah, yeah, yep. Which kind so of, that's why she started making all of these creepy dolls. Yes, it explains all of the creepy dolls, why she had them putting together all of the mismatched parts from the room of requirements to make a new Misaki. Definitely. Mm-hmm, to definitely. make a new human for her because she didn't really know what it was mm-hmm. supposed to look like. Yep, definitely starts to add up. And right at this moment is when number two shows back up. She's like, what are you doing? That is top secret. No peeking. These are my private thoughts. It says no peeking on it. Didn't you you read read. the warnings? You go to school. We know you can read. So he's coming in too with Batty. She got those big scissors. Oh my God. I was like, oh yeah. And now she's just carrying them around. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I was like, what happened to the boy exorcist? (laughs) Oh, no. And so, Hanukkah. Where are both Yeah, because yeah. it's just her. So like, did she just sense it and like transport there and ditch them? Or like, I guess we'll find out, right? I'm sure she mm-hmm. did because yeah. Nene's got to be getting close to mm-hmm. her Yorishiro. And yes. I wonder if they have some like weird connection to it, mm-hmm. like like a weird twin connection or something like that. Like they can feel when something's going on with their object or whatever. Yeah, like Voldy, Voldy, Voldy and his horcruxes. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, mm. he can feel the horcruxes and stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe very similar mm. to that. Mm, interesting. The next thing that number two does is she's like, well, gotta get pretty view now. So she's about to chop, 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 nay, nay. You know, um, and mm-hmm. these scissors turn them into dolls. That's why there's all these freaky dolls in this chapter everywhere. When Because Haruko... she can't kill them in her barrier. So everybody mm-hmm. she attacks mm-hmm. gets turned into dolls. Yes, very true. So Nene knows that's her impending doom. So she calls out. She's very lucky. Anytime she seems to do this, she's like, help. And Hanako shows up. Good mm-hmm. guy, Hanako. Oh, my God. He's not looking too good. <laughs> this panel but i do like that nene tries to reason with her Mm -hmm. and is like this isn't what misaki would have wanted oh my gosh yep yep we definitely see a little bit of character development from nene there where she's like this isn't what misaki would have wanted this is what you want so you're being selfish okay yeah yeah so hanako's like go go get the yurishiro i'm gonna take care of her he seems to be like Hanging in there. He's not doing the best, but he's got enough strength to hold her off. So Nene, she runs for it. 
And I kind of, I kind of like this. She's kind of like superhero Nene. She's kind of got like that, you know, like she's like, I, oh, yeah. I can no, do this. this. Is, this yeah. is her chance to, to prove herself. Mm-hmm, definitely. And one of the things she, she read. is a helpful assistant. Exactly. One of the things she read in the journal was that Misaki gifted the student or number two, uh, a pair of haircutting scissors which is probably why her weapon is scissors too, because we did have that explanation earlier about how Hanako has his knife and Mm -hmm. that's his like supernatural weapon and he only has it because he must have used that to murder somebody in the Mm -hmm. real world. So I think that's probably why she has the scissors is because that's also what her Yorishiro is. Yeah. And so she has that stronger connection with them. Agreed. Because I think she was already a supernatural before Misaki had his accident on the stairs. Yeah, yeah, I think she was. So then after Hanako has swooped in to save the day. Oh, I I love that he makes the joke that he's like, I'm dying. <laughs> And and number two is like, ha ha ha, it was that easy? Like, I didn't even, like, use my full power on you. Mm -hmm. And Hanako's like, no, it was a joke because I'm already dead. (laughs) (laughs) But he just wanted Nene to be, like, fawning over him. Like, oh, gosh, are you okay? (laughs) Are you okay? And she did. She fell for it. She's like, oh, no, Hanako. Yeah. I I thought that was a very cute moment for sure. So Nene remembers reading about the scissors in the journal and she goes to the uh, there's a shrine in the little garden forest area that they're in. So she goes to check for the scissors in there and Hanako gets into another high action battle and he he really does some work. He gets her all tied up and she can't do anything. She can't use her scissors. And Nene is just running off towards the shrine. All she has to do is take the seal off of the item, the scissors for the Yoshiro to lose its powers. Mm-hmm. And ooh, then we have some more cute character development moments of Nene where she's again like, you're being selfish. You're just doing this for yourself. You're not doing it for Misaki. You're just trying to make a new person because you want someone that you can fall in love with or whatever. And so Hanako, together with Nene's help, take down number two and have some super good full, almost full page action Mm -hmm. panels. Oh, yeah. That was good. I liked that. And then she did seem quite upset after um, Hanako stabs number two and is all like, you need to give up your seat because you're not fulfilling your role as a supernatural in the school. I'm kicking you out. You have to give up your position. We're going to put somebody new in your place. Oh, is that what he did? I thought he just meant, like, go back. I don't think she's where she's supposed to be right now. No, I'm pretty sure that he was like, you're not fulfilling your role anymore. Oh, he does tell her she needs to return to her seat. So, like, your seat number. Interesting. So, I wonder what that'll end up being. Because I definitely definitely got the impression that he was like, "Mm, you're not doing your job anymore. You need to fall back in line or (laughs) we're going to replace you. Yeah. And then you get a sweet moment with like the day that that photo was taken. Mm-hmm. It's like a flashback and we see what number two really is. This cute little fox statue. So cute. Yeah. Super adorable. Mm-hmm. And I love the little like bell earrings all along the, the edge. So cute. 
they find out who number two really is and they've like destroyed this boundary or whatever and now they're back safely into the real world they come back and nene's all disoriented and is all like what did we do it is it done (laughs) yeah and hanako's like everything's fine like we're here and nene freaks out like where's minamoto and Hanako hands her this adorable plushie and is like, this is what happened. Here's Minamoto. <laughs> he got turned into a plushie. Yeah, it's really cute. And then, though. oh, it's so cute. I would it's I would have small. that plushie. It's a small plushie. Yeah, it's like hand size for yeah. sure. And Hanako starts teasing number two in her little fox form, her true identity, which is an Inari statue, one that can move and run around. Did you check the notes, the definitions in the back of the book? I did not. This time. Did you? I did. I did. And there's actually quite a few for this chapter. Okay. One is that if Hanako's statement is to be believed, Yako, which is number two's actual name, is an Inari statue brought to life. Inari is another name for Uka no Mitama, a deity who watches over rice cultivation and is mm. often represented as or by a fox. Shrines to Inari are adorned with fox statues wearing red bips. Oh, you know, I do kind of see her wearing a bip. Mm-hmm. Her little collar thing she's got yeah, going on. Very cute. Yeah. Also, I I did a little more research on them, and usually they're in pairs, the little fox statues, and there's a, a male and a female. Yeah. So she's I actually, Yeah, she's looking for her for her pair. Yeah. I had some cute IRL facts to go with this week's chapter. Okay. Um, Do you want to so finish the, up the wrapping up? Oh, though? yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your recap and then we can come back to them. <laughs> yeah. So it just ends. And like we said, number two, she's now in fox form and she's very feisty. She keeps biting mm-hmm. everybody. She's like, don't call me fox. <laughs> um, yeah, because Nene calls her fox son. Mm-hmm. She's like, she no. bites her. No, do not. <laughs> They've just gotten back from all this action. So there's <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. I, I think we were kind of at odds what we think happened in this panel, but... Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, can we talk about Fox Udon first? <laughs> yeah, okay. So, after Yako bites Nene, she says, my name is Yako. Like, don't call me that again. I have a real name. <laughs> yeah. And if you call me that again, I'm going to bite your hand off. So she's definitely full sass. And then our mischievous jokester, Hanako is all like, you better behave yourself or I'm going to turn you into fox udon, <laughs> make you into fox soup. Yeah. And after after being bitten and running off and everything, mm-hmm. throwing her little sassy tantrum, Nene was all like, well, maybe we should have done the, the udon thing. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Okay. Now, what is your theory if we, if we may or may not disagree? Yeah. So the last panel is of like Hanako kind of leaning towards Nene and it shows him very close, right? So he says, your reward, a magic spell to make you feel better. So, mm-hmm. and then Nene goes all red or whatever. And I yep. don't know, I just kind of thought he was like joking around, joking around and maybe he like whispered a spell, but then I kind of see you wondering. I think in the anime, <laughs> they 
definitely made it look like he kissed her. Mm -hmm. Like, just get, gave her a quick peck on the cheek. And knowing Nene, like, yeah, absolutely, that's enough to get her to <laughs> go off and freak out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he, he kissed her or not. So, but at the end of the end of the chapter, Nene does have daydreams about a hot guy going to kiss coming her. in yeah to lean in and give her a kiss and she's like yes yes mm -hmm. and then in her dream it turns into hanako and then she freaks out <laughs> and she wakes up in the middle of class because yeah. she's just been daydreaming mm -hmm. in class yeah too silly oh my gosh so i guess i guess we'll see what comes from that i know and we were right it is a little spy crane yes i was gonna that, say yeah <laughs> The paper crane that got placed on her before they went into mm -hmm. the Misaki stairs boundary. Yeah, so this is like now, chapters now that they've ago. come out. Yeah. yeah, now that they've come back out of the boundary, the spy crane is headed back off uh, to its its owners, mm -hmm. the mystery hot man from the hallway who planted <laughs> it. Yep. And then the girl who, in this full panel that we get to see, it definitely looks like she's wearing a student uniform like yeah. Nene's. Agreed. So yeah. I think it must be, I think they must both be students. Mm -hmm. um, not entirely sure what they've got going on yet because, yeah, this is another just like very brief yeah, introduction, I would panels. say to them absolutely it's mm -hmm. still very mysterious what they're trying to accomplish here but i did notice that the crane turns into <gasps> yes, yes. one of the little like fairy things mm -hmm. like hanako has yeah and they're called koku jodai mm -hmm. so i wonder if like each supernatural has their own yeah jodai because his are haku jodai yeah. So I wonder if it has to do with like their names too. Mm. Ooh, int how interesting. I am very curious yeah. to see what is going on with these two Agreed. and this whole radio show. Agreed. Yeah. So a lot of mysteries left. So figuring out who is this mystery hallway hottie and who is this girl that he brought the crane back to? Does mm -hmm. Nene actually have a crush on Hanako? I mean, she's dreaming. <laughs> I think it. she might. You think so? I think so. You think she has a real crush? Because you know Nene, she's falling in love with every other guy. I don't think it's a real crush. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of her oh my gosh, hot guy crushes. <laughs> and I don't I don't think that Hanako really has a crush on her. Mm -hmm. I think that he's definitely fond of her and maybe has at least platonic feelings for her. Mm -hmm. But I think he knows pretty well that, like, he's a supernatural. He's a ghost. They don't really have a relationship. Yeah. I don't know. I think he sees that there's not really the potential there. But he, which is kind of why I think he helps her out when she's making all these <laughs> poor decisions with yeah. other guys. Like, yeah. he just wants to see her end up happy and like, I think he is so focused on his whole pact with God thing that yeah. he's got going on to because I wonder if he'll be released from his duties as the supernatural. Yeah. Like what like, would happen next? Because he seems, him? yeah, he seems mm -hmm. very motivated to accomplish this mission. Yeah. Agreed. Very curious. So. so I don't, I don't think that he has a real crush on Nene. Yeah. But I think that she has a surface level on him for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we will see. We shall see. I'm, I'm excited to read more. I really am enjoying the series so far. How about you? I am too. And I feel like 
this all of this mystery about this like crush and feelings and whatever is pretty good foreshadowing for our next chapter Ooh. because the next one is the confession tree. Ooh, spicy. Spicy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah. So <laughs> a good one. Big one to, to mm-hmm. read. Cool. Okay, well, did you have any other IRL facts or any info you want to share before we wrap up? I do, I do. There's a couple other interesting things from the back, and then I have some supplementary info on the Inari Fox statues. Love to hear it. So there's a note in the back about the different honorifics, like the San, Kun, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really cool. Like it, it gives you the different definitions of them. Yeah. So you and I though could I could call you Momo Chan. Really? Yeah. An affectionate honorific indicating familiarity used mostly in reference to girls. Also used in reference to cute persons or animals <laughs> of either gender. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. I always call our dog Casey Chan. <laughs> or Casey. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> cute persons or animals of either gender. Yep. yep it works. Oh, cute. I always thought Chan meant for like younger. I didn't know it could be like cute too. Well, I think that that applies because Kun for mm-hmm. like Hanako Kun and stuff yeah. is used most often when referring to boys. Mm-hmm. This indicates affection or familiarity, occasionally mm-hmm. used by older men among their peers as like a buddy yeah. thing. Yeah. But it may also be used by anyone referring to a person of lower standing. Hmm. So if you're talking to someone like younger or less experienced than yeah. you, you could say kun. Mm, yeah. Uh, That's so mm-hmm. interesting. I think about, if I think back I to like all the animes that I've watched, and uh-huh. how they, yeah. they do use it for all those references. Yeah. Huh. Or I could call you senpai too, because <laughs> it's, a, it's a suffix used to address upperclassmen or more experienced coworkers. Yep. <laughs> you're our producer as well so (laughs) momo senpai (laughs) teach me all the things momo senpai yeah i guess it depends on the situation there you go i mean i think you're a cute person or animal of either gender (laughs) (laughs) oh love it we could have talked about this last week but i didn't check the back of the book last week But there is a note about Yorishiro back here. It is a Shinto term referring to an object that attracts a deity and is where the deity resides during ceremonies, festivals, etc. Interesting. So it could be just like a, you know, like how there's all those little figurines and Mm -hmm. like one of my favorite concepts is the tea buddy thing that they do in Japan where you pour a little bit on your tea buddy every time and he's like your tea spirit pal very ceremonial but also super precious oh, i don't think i've heard of that as first time i've heard of that oh my god please please research tea pets it will bring you so okay. much joy i promise you Look it up. <laughs> okay but then the next two are for this chapter we did the one about her being the in in inari statue wow i can't pronounce things either today <laughs> So the second one for this chapter is just about the kitsune, which mm-hmm. means fox. Uh, kitsune udon is so-called because the main topping for this dish of noodles is aburage, a deep-fried tofu. Mm-hmm. So tofurkey for, for Thanksgiving. <laughs> there we go. Uh, according to Japanese folklore, aburage is a favorite food of foxes. Ooh. It seems likely Hanako's recipe would replace the tofu with fox meat. That's funny. <laughs> 
I enjoyed it. I was like, yep, mm-hmm. oh, that is gosh. exactly what he meant. But thank yep. you for telling me what it's really made out of. Yes, thank you. We appreciate it. The shrines are typically, they typically possess guardian figures mm. in the form of foxes or kitsune. These guardian figures are messengers of Inari, but are commonly thought of as the deity itself. The kitsune statues typically come in pairs and each represent a male and female. So cute. Super cute. But do you want to know what Inari is also the god of besides Ah. rice? What? In Japanese mythology, Inari is the god primarily known as the protector of rice cultivation. The Mm. god also furthers prosperity and is worshipped particularly by merchants and tradesmen. Interesting. Is also the the patron deity of swordsmiths and is associated with brothels and entertainers. (laughs) A wide range. A lot of associations. Was not expecting that at all. No, I wasn't either. It took some turns that I didn't see coming. It's like, swordsmiths, look at what? Yep. Just keep going down that merchant (laughs) road, you know? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. (laughs) Trying to make a profit. Yeah, yeah. Get you some kitsune statues. Very cute. Get two. Get them in a pair. Uh Uh-huh. Or they'll be lonely and start causing havoc. Yeah. Bite your hands off. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited. I I felt like that was a good wrap up. I also like how they gave you some other story details yes. at the end. And I feel like they kind of bookmarked it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm, I don't know, book end, you know, because mm-hmm. there was that thought in the beginning of the chapter where they placed the spy crane and stuff. So we had a little bit of other story going on. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of closed it up with that. And then like... Oh, what, what's going to happen now that we're back to the real world? Mm-hmm. I liked the blend for the intro and the conclusion chapters. Yeah, but it's still definitely giving enough to like, like if that was your last part that you read, it'd be enough of a wrap up. But also, since we're going to keep going, it's like, oh, who, who are these people? Like, what, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. You know, so I do like that. Yeah. That it's still like, it's leading, it's leading you on to read the next chapter without being too much <laughs> suspense, considering it's like the end of an arc. It's not a cliffhanger, but you do want to keep going. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Oh, because I didn't even really think about that because I feel like you should have a good like stopping place after a long arc like that finishes up. Mm -hmm. I love chatting about it together. I feel like I have new opinions after we're done every time. I always feel like there's things I miss that I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. That did. It could be that way. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. Definitely different. Because I think when I usually read, I'm like kind of like a speed reader, like a speed mm-hmm. glancer. <laughs> so I yeah. feel like I'm really soaking in the story and learning learning a bit more. Yeah. We'll see. And then I'm the person that doesn't understand how speed reading works. <laughs> it's like that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it makes sense to me, but I still do it. 30 years strong. Nope. Never caught on. <laughs> I'm over here reading at a snail's pace, but I know everything that happened. You do. You're really good with the recaps because I <laughs> potato brain over here in and out. Oh, I know. Well, and I was thinking about that, too. And I think we also kind of have different perspectives sometimes because you usually, well, at least the last couple of weeks, you've read chapter the day of. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes after we do this, I'm like, oh, I, now I want to read the next one. 
But then I'm like, wait, wait, it's it's only Monday. I will not have any idea what is going on next week if I do that right now. Yep. So I try and wait, but then usually by like Friday, I'm like, well, it's close enough. Like I, I could read it now. Yeah. yeah. So it. sometimes I do forget or like I read it and then I'm like, wait, no, now I'm doing the outline and I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember anything I read. Yeah, that is me trying to recall what I had to eat yesterday. It's just like, wouldn't be yep. here if I didn't do it today. So, Yep. Oh, man. I'm enjoying it. 10 out of 10 would 10 recommend. 10. Yep, I agree. I'm glad we're going to Not even dis- it, so. Same. Not even disappointed that it's in black and white. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I'm sold. <laughs> it's won me over. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week for Spooky Book Club. Next week, we'll be moving on and chatting about a new supernatural. Join us next time for Spook 8, The Confession Tree. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spooky Pasta Sauce. You can follow us over on Twitter at Spooky Pasta Pod. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can find us on patreon.com slash spooky pasta sauce.